All right, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everybody. Today is Tuesday, September the 7th, 2021. Hope all of you in the uh, in North America had a good day, a uh, good extra long weekend, or long weekend, as they say. And there's quite a bit of news to cover today. Um, I would say, you know, not as uh, alarming, if you will, as yesterday. But anyways, let's jump into it. We're going to have news from all over the world. So first off, The Intercept, which is was allegedly, was well, started, excuse me, and founded by Glenn Greenwald. Allegedly, there was a big falling out. And he didn't agree with the way that, you know, the um, the outlet, The Intercept, was pushing sort of pro-war establishment narratives under the name of democracy and things like that. However, they still do some good work from time to time, according to Glenn Greenwald, and I tend to generally agree, because The Intercept won a Freedom of Information Act lawsuit, which shows that the Echo Health Alliance essentially funded COVID experiments in Wuha, uh, the Wuhan um, Institute of Virology. And again, whether intentional or not, this goes back to our episodes of, uh, you know, Kraken, Let's Get Banned, even public episodes. And those that are members on the Zoom calls know even much better, I would say, with regards to creating the problem and then creating the solution. Again, I'm not blaming the United States on this, but interesting how the U.S. always has a hand in these, you know, worldwide catastrophes. I'm not trying to sum it up in that general sense. I, Of course, I'm not speaking about the American people, strictly those that are the, the war hawks, if you want to call it within the... the uh, we call them administrations, but I mean, I, I'm going to say regime at this point because the shadow government regime really is the one that pulls the strings of the administrations, if you ask me. But anyways, the next thing is that Jason Miller, a, a very close Trump associate and also the CEO of, I believe, uh, Chatter, if I'm not mistaken. Um, don't quote me on that specifically, however, or Getter. Uh, sorry, forgive me for that. Um, he, and his team, they were re- uh, arrested. Um on a plane right before getting on a plane from brazil back to the u.s and then shortly after uh, there was an update uh, they've now been released to fly back to the u.s after being questioned for three hours at the airport according to a statement by miller he claims he was questioned for going to the cpac brazil conference i mean look it's possible it's possible it's interesting to see and the reason i say that is because we're going to see shortly that bolsonaro signed a bill having to do with the unjustification or unjust or undue banning and censorship of conservatives in brazil so again interesting to see how much weight that bill will translate into reality and interesting to see if different branches of the brazilian government again are maybe a little more liberal minded and that's not necessarily a bad thing the question is do they act on their personal beliefs and is that being instituted within policy that's what it comes down to folks right the next thing is that the taliban have announced an interim government in afghanistan to be led by one of their founders who is currently on the united nations terror list and with an fbi wanted militant as interior minister um there's 33 cabinet members and they're all men okay look there's a few different things here the taliban are are kind of in my opinion they're flipping the finger at the un saying listen you guys you know agreed to to come into afghanistan um this was a un uh, agreement a un vote that was done uh, back in <clears throat> the, excuse me the early 2000s as we all know now we've taken over our country again big f you to to the un because we can right again like we we covered yesterday holding americans hostages sarcastically of course i say never thought they would have done that right anyways i mean here they're flipping the finger to them uh, to to the to the world, really, in a lot of regards. Now, with that being said, for those that say, how come there's no woman in there? Obviously, the Taliban have generally been known to be quite um, sexist, if you want to call it, and believe that, generally speaking, women should remain in the home and things like that. It come, Listen, I don't agree with that personally myself. I think women have incredible potential in business and life in general. They have a lot of talents that men don't simply because, you know, women tend to be more intuitive, generally speaking, in my opinion, at least from, you know, my life experience. However, 
again, it comes down to this. I'm not saying what the Taliban is doing here is right, not at all. But should we interfere in other countries' affairs? That's, sim that's all it really comes down to, right? And then, of course, you have, you know, on the back end of things, the oil guys, the pharma guys, you know, the drug guy, so many different interests, right? So anyways, the next thing is that Biden is set to unveil a new plan to stop the Delta variant uh, in the U.S. on Thursday. He's uh, scheduled to speak a couple days from now. Again, this might be that plan where they're talking about having people uh, needing QR codes or vaccine passports. So having to be fully vaccinated to get into the U.S., I mean, look, there goes there goes my chance of visiting, assuming that's what happens. I don't want to be all doom and gloomy. But again, we know what the Biden administration has been doing. We can't keep saying, oh, it's only been 100 days. Give him time. We're long past that now. He you know, he was inaugurated back in January. So it, it's time to move on and, and deal with the reality of things. Right. Uh, the next thing is that across the U.S., chants of F. Joe Biden have erupted at numerous college football games and other venues over the weekend. OK, here's the thing. It's so easy to misconstrue or propagandize those type of things because you could take footage from just a couple protests across the country and say, oh, it's happening all over. However, let's go with the cons consistency and eyewitness accounts of what people are seeing and hearing on the ground. So to substantiate this, I would actually ask you folks that are those that are listening and watching of you folks in the U.S., those of you folks there. Do you, do you hear, have you heard of these protests if they weren't reported? Because if you did and you heard about them, very good chance that there's much more of a rampant increase in them than if some, you know, one outlet just reported it. And again, I got to be honest, I took that, that particular headline from Disclosed TV. They generally do great reporting, generally unbiased in my opinion, but we still have to verify. It's always important to question everything. Um, the next thing is that the UK has fired up coal power plants as gas prices soar and wind farms have, quote, not generated as much power as normal to power modern civilization, end quote. This is according to the BBC. Look, if they're going to fire it up, so be it. If they feel like they need more power, then so be it. For if it's a, you know, if it's a temporary thing, then by all means. Now, to be fair, though, that is an older form of energy usage. I mean, if you take a look at what we talk about on the show, free energy, I mean, this would put all that to shame, right? But again, it would devalue the hierarchy of everything with respects to <laughs> the mentality of global governance. And, you know, the elites would no longer be elites to us. There would be elites for those elites, right? So, again... If they open these things up, again, their country, their decision, there's a big debate as to whether or not it would damage the planet or not. But again, in personally, my opinion, not in my country, it's not for me to say. Again, as you folks real, probably notice, if you've been listening to these Kraken episodes more and more or watching them, I tend to criticize Trudeau more often than other politicians because, again, it's in my country. I, I'd like to think, at least I know what I'm talking about, with respect to my leaders. And that's why I always say when there's other instances that occur around the world, if any of you are from those countries, please comment below because sometimes, uh, actually, no, all the time, I believe. Uh, nothing beats someone on the ground actually being there, right? The next thing is that Australian Premier Don Andrews plans to, quote, lock out, uh, end quote, unvaccinated citizens. Only vaccinated will be able to participate in the economy in the future. Now, this is not the Prime Minister. This is the Premier. But to be fair, that's a pretty damn close position in terms of the power structure of how close you can get to the, the Prime Ministerial uh, seat. That's scary, if you want my opinion, folks. Uh, Again, why can't a why is this being rushed so quickly? Why can't a conversation be had? And for those that say, well, people are dying. Granted, okay, people are dying. I understand, all right? For the sake of this conversation, let's put it that way. How many children have been dying every day in Africa due to starvation? Thousands a day. That's never been covered. For years, it's never been covered. So I'm not trying to say the people that died of COVID allegedly are, are, are not important. I'm not saying that, folks. What I'm saying here is that if this is the case and you're going to make a big deal and rush these vac vaccines into society, then you know what? Oh my gosh, let's make a big deal about everything. Let's be consistent. 
that's what I always say. We got to be consistent with our views. So now let's take all that money that go, that or some of that money that goes to the military, some of that money that you know these these elites use for God knows what, and let's put it towards uh, sick kids, and let's put it towards kids that are starving. But let's actually do something with that money. But again, it'll never happen because there's no interest there. So. So um, I'm just trying to, you know, make it all relative and scale it, right? Just to show you how the media pushes these things. But anyways, the next thing is that British Prime Minister Boris Johnson is set to announce increases in taxes on shareholder profits and national insurance to pay for social care in England today. When he says increases in taxes on shareholder profits, assuming these shareholders are wealthy, I got no problem with that. Again, I'm not a socialist by any means, but I do believe taxing the wealthy a little bit more, it, it doesn't hurt in my humble opinion. However, I also see the downside of that too. Don't, don't kid yourselves, folks. I, I, I do my best to try to see both sides. However, in a time like this, when people need you know an extra one or two grand a month would truly help people, whether it's in the Americas, the UK, you know, the, uh, Latin America... The rich could afford a little bit, especially since many of them have done so well this pandemic. I mean, it's just my opinion, right? With that being said, I understand the other side as well. From a capitalistic perspective, I worked hard for my money during this pandemic. Why should I give it to others who who, who didn't or, you know, arguably didn't or simply just don't uh, afford or earn as much? It's a semi-fair statement in a lot of ways, right? It's it, Again, it depends how we look at what's going on with COVID. Again, I got to be careful with what I say publicly, but presuming there was some type of pre-planning or something like this, I mean, it's hard to say. It's hard to say, right? So again, if COVID was pre-planned, I got to be careful, but then that's a very different story. Then my perspective on that changes. But the next thing is that ProtonMail has updated its privacy policy and may now log IP addresses of users breaking Swiss law. They received a, quote, legally binding order from Swiss authorities, end quote, which they are obligated to comply with, according to a statement released by the encrypted email service. I don't mean to be conspiratorial here. Many of you might say, Dave, you're not, uh, because what I'm about to say is, I, look, I can't help but think the CIA is using some, some, uh, some form of sub, um, covert intelligence insertion apparatuses to their advantage at this point to try and get this type of information from countries that are generally tax exempt, that generally are used as safe havens and things like this. I can't help but think that. This is what I see when I see these, these small things changing over time. I can't help but think this is a CIA, Australia, you know, a MI6 operation. I, I mean, I could be very wrong. I hope I am. But I, this is what I see when I take a step back and look at the way things are, are panning out. The next thing is that a researcher at the University of Arizona discovered a genetically related snake venom enzyme in COVID-19 fatalities in doses 20 times the safe amount. Now, presuming I understand this correctly, and if I don't, please forgive me because I'm not a doctor. If they found a genetically related snake venom enzyme in the COVID fatalities, hmm, and it was 20 times the safe amount, could this also substantiate, again, the intercepts FOIA lawsuit that we just covered talking about how it's very possible they were messing and trying to weaponize or use gain of function or bioweapons research? Could it be possible? Again, I'm just going to quote Fauci. We didn't do gain of function, but if we did, it was by the book. Oh, so that's a, okay. I murdered someone, officer, but you know, if, if I did, sorry, I didn't murder that person, but if I did, I would have buried the body well. That's exactly what, like, are you kidding me? Is that not doublespeak? Unless I'm missing something here, right? So again, it's possible this was natural in terms of the way the snake venom got in there, but you're telling me that snake venom somehow got in there, uh, I don't know, I, I'm not, I'm not, look, it's possible it could have been put in there naturally, but, uh. the next thing is that a magnitude 6.5 earthquake hit Canada, the central coast regional district in British Columbia, um, look, again, it, 
allegedly, you know, British Columbia, Manitoba, lots of underground, deep underground military bases. Um, I don't want to jump right to a conspiratorial proposal. However, these earthquakes, again, to think that they don't have the technology to control it, it's it's hard for the more research that we do in the members episodes and the public episodes, the more difficult it is for me to accept things as just being coincidental, right? Or natural in that case, unfortunately. The next thing is that Evergrande bonds temporarily halted uh, amid liquidation panic as the contagion spreads to other Chinese junk. China's second largest property developer is on the verge of collapse. Many are quite asking if this might be the, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the Lehman, similar to um, America's version of the Lehman Brothers during the 2008-2009 collapse. Assume it was Lehman Brothers that fell, right? J just to be certain. Anyways, uh, Brazil's President Bolsonaro signs a decree to limit the arb uh, arbitrary and unreasonable removal of accounts, profiles, and content from social media networks. Again, I like this. I do. I'm not a fan of Bolsonaro in a lot of ways, but again, being consistent, taking his party association and his alleged crimes out of it. I like what he did here. However, he's, he might be doing this for simply just because he's running again to get reelected. And at the same time, I want to see how much this bill truly translates into reality, right? The next thing is that Germany gets an offshore spaceport in the North Sea, which is the first rocket launch. Uh, sorry, the first rocket launches as early as 2023. It's, in my opinion, folks, it's been there. It, and not maybe not in that exact spot, but they've had its secret space program. My humble opinion, this is great on a public front, but don't fall for the stuff of, oh, this is new to, the, to Germany. It's not. Not even close, in my opinion. I mean, my evidence suggests German researchers, aside from Operation Paperclip, but even in modern day, German researchers have contributed arguably some of the most uh, substantial progress to reverse engineering alien technology. Anyways, the next thing is that Libya releases political prisoners as part of reconciliation. The Libyan Presidential Council says it will continue its work to achieve national reconciliation. Look, if this is what the people want, and this is the way in which people believe things should go, by all means. Uh, again, I, I don't see why the U.S. should get in involved, as, assuming they're not, but, you know, we all know that covertly they are. But again, assuming this is exactly as clear-cut as stated, good, why not? The next thing is that the Middle East IPO market is suddenly abuzz with activity. Uh, IPO meaning initial public offering stock market. A flurry of listings are helping Abu Dhabi catch up with the regional leader Riyadh. Um, good. I mean, business is booming. Business is starting to grow. I mean, again, presuming they're okay with capitalism and free market, that's not who am I to say what they want or don't want the people there. Again, I've never been there myself to Riyadh or uh, Abu Dhabi. So again, it's not for me to say. Um, the next thing is that an Israeli guard fell asleep, he claims, during the Palestinian prisoners escape, as we reported on yesterday. Okay, I mean, could be a cover story, and if it is, big whoop, we got bigger fish to fry, right? The next thing is that hundreds of Afghans take to uh, Kabul, uh, Kabul's, or Kabul's, excuse me, streets calling for freedom. The protests erupt in the, Af uh, the Afghan capital uh, with chanting of anti-Pakistan slogans as the Taliban cements power. Uh, again, should we get involved? Should we not? It it's, 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 it's strictly that, in my opinion. That's really what it is, right? Um, and the people there... Hundreds are protesting, yes, but again, it's if we were to treat this from a democratic perspective, what do the vast majority want? I'm not defending the Taliban. I'm really just trying to play a clear cut right down the middle because of how much propaganda has been disseminated, especially recently from Afghanistan. So can you blame, can you blame me or can you blame any of our, ourselves, folks, for having to question both sides, right? The next thing is that the U.S. Coast Guard is investigating 350 reports of oil spills after Hurricane Ida. The hurricane made landfall in Louisiana on August 31st before remnants of the storm ravaged the U.S. Northeast. Let's hope they clean it up. Assuming this is true, let's hope they clean it up. 
Can you believe that, folks? That's how shitty it's gone. We got to question the, the truthfulness of the even these basic or seemingly basic news reports, right? The next thing is that George Soros says BlackRock's China investments are a tragic mistake. Um, BlackRock is the world's largest money manager, and last month it began offering investment products to Chinese individuals. There's a theory. Again, I believe I saw this. Um, I'm not sure if our friend Riel coined it, but I, I'm... Uh, I'd love to give him the credit, but at the same time, I don't want to say because I'm not f certain, but our friend Riel had proposed that it's possible China or the CCP is now the Mossad or the CIA's proxy country, if you will. I mean, wouldn't surprise me. I'm sure Soros knows things that he did not elaborate on in this public statement. The uh, next thing is that high-flying North Korean general was promoted to a senior party role. Okay. Uh, the appointment of Pak Jong Chon, part of the most significant reshuffle of ruling elite in years. Sure, no, yeah, I mean, but not no problem, but they do what they want anyways, right? So wh what's there to speculate on? Um, the next, well, again, there will be intelligence operations to speculate on, but let's give it a few days before we get into that. The next thing is that Trudeau was hit by stones on the campaign trail. Yeah, yeah, I, I've seen this. This is happening all over, all over Canada, specifically Ontario. So, again, maybe he'll lose this uh, snap election that he called. Um, the final thing is that a Vietnamese man has been sentenced to jail for five years for flouting COVID rules and spreading the virus. And six minor girls in central India were stripped and paraded naked as part of a village ritual to summon rains. Now, the Indian police have said within this region they didn't receive any complaints. But if these ch female children were forced against their will... This is tough because then, you know, people will defend it with cultural traditions and it's in terms of the legality of it all, right? And the Vietnamese man who got five years for flouting COVID rules and spreading the virus, look, it's their country. They could do what they want if the people would need to stand up to that if they really don't, if they really disagree. So anyways, that's it for today, folks. We got more coming later on and we'll catch all of you very, very soon. Cheers.